our contracts, mainly our relationships in our lives. Why have relationships been so tough in my life? Maybe this is a question you've asked yourself over and over. Why can't I seem to get it right? Why do some people find love so easily and yet it's so difficult for me? Hi, welcome to the Teachings of My Soul podcast. I am Vanessa Rodriguez and I am your host. And on this episode, we're going to break down, you know, why do relationships come easier for some people and much harder for others? By the end of this episode, you should have a clear understanding of what these contracts mean, how to get through them, and what it is they're meant to teach us, really. Join us as we discover your light starting from the inside out. Again, thanks for being here. Our contracts. So we sign up for these contracts, these relationship contracts, prior to coming here to Earth, okay? Because this is Earth school. We're here to learn lessons. So these are contracts that we sign up for. A lot of us decided to learn our lessons through relationships, which is why some people have more relationships than others do. Every single person, every single relationship in our life, whether it be our parents, our cousins, whoever, your, your, your boyfriend, your girlfriend, they are really just us in a past life. They are a character trait of us from a past life. So basically our relationships, think of them as rooms or compartments in our mind, okay? Our relationships, they are meant to teach us, you know, uh, something about ourselves or help us heal something about ourselves. Um, we, it's like we put out a help wanted ad and the other person answers the ad and, and volunteers to help you learn the lesson because somewhere in there they have a lesson that they have to learn too. And um, most of the time we're moving through like uh, say rejection. Maybe we're meant to learn rejection out of this relationship. So it was never meant to work out, but it, this person was meant to come in and maybe have a fling with you and then ghost you. And uh, it's never really about us and it's always about them. Now how we react to the rejection and how we feel about it is all us. Um, people are allowed to not want to be with us. And that's okay. It's not It's not ever really about you. Most of the time, you know, the other person also has other contracts. So say you were only meant to learn and heal rejection. And, and love yourself enough to where you don't feel rejected if anybody leaves your life. Because you've made, your, your, you've made yourself happy and you've made your life make you happy you created a life that makes you happy and you love your life and you love yourself and that way if anybody ever leaves you you continue to be happy because they were never the source of your happiness to begin with you become the source and your life becomes the source and so that's the lesson so usually how it goes is um you know your ancestors your spirit guides your team will cloak you they will cloak your energy so that this person isn't really feeling the chemistry and they start to move away from you. And then they, they uncloak one of their other contracts. And so that person becomes really magnetic to the other contract. Because, you know, our ancestors, they're not worried about anything else other than us fulfilling the contracts we signed up for. And so they're doing all kinds of things to make sure that we, we follow through with these contracts. You know, because this is earth school. This is what we signed up for. This is the lesson. This is 
how we heal and how we grow. And so our relationships, it's like they, every single one is us in a past life. So say you have a boyfriend that cheats on you. It means in a past life, you were actually him, that person. But in order for you to learn the lesson, the shoe has to be on the other foot in this life. Okay. So, um, and how this goes is you have to decide if you're going to carry that toxic character trait with you to evolve and to pass down to your daughter or your son. Okay. And how this happens is you have to decide. So if your person cheats on you, you decide at that moment, are you going to cut them off, cut them off, block them and be like, forget that. I don't cheat on anybody. I sure as hell am not going to allow anyone to cheat on me. So I'm shutting the door on that. I'm cutting that person off and I'm done, which means that you shut the door on that character trait and, you know, you shut the door on that compartment or room in your mind and you don't evolve with it. You clear that karmic debt. Now, if you decide to keep that person in your life who cheated on you, then you become the cheater because you're saying, okay, I'm keeping this character trait with me. It's going to evolve with me. So you become the cheater and it's something that you end up passing down to your children. That's how this works with our relationships. I mean, even with your mother, if your mother's hella toxic, then you have to decide, are you taking that character trait with you to evolve? If you're going to say no, then you shut the door on your mother until she works it out herself, until she heals. Because then you become that. You become that toxic person. Is that what you want? No, this is what we came here to learn and to heal within ourselves. So this goes for, you know, even toxic friends, even best friends. And so let me give you an example. So like my mother, my real dad used to take her dancing on the weekends, right? And I think I've mentioned this before, and I always bring my mother up in these, but I mentioned this before. But he would dance with other women, and it would hurt my mother so badly. It hurt her so badly, right? So the thing is, she didn't leave him. She was too scared to leave him, so she stayed with him. And he ended up eventually leaving her. So then he, she gets with my stepdad, and they get married, and they've been together for like 30 years, right? And he takes her dancing every weekend. Well, a couple years ago, he had a stroke. And um, he's barely learning to walk again. So he still takes her to, the, to dancing on the weekends, but now she dances with other men. So my real dad was showing my mother who she was the whole time. And since she didn't close the door on that, since she decided to still be with him, she became the person who dances, you know, with, with other people. That's who she always was. It just now she accepted it and she exercises it now. The very thing that hurt her, she became because she always was that. And he was trying to mirror her in order to for her to get triggered and to recognize, you know, uh, where why she's being triggered, you know, and, and to recognize what needs to be healed in her, which was her self-worth and her self-love and so now she becomes a she became the woman who dances with other men and it, it's it is what it is this is also for my stepdad to learn you know that he deserves better too this is about his self-love so this is what our relationships are about they're meant to come in and mirror us 
You know, uh, when we avoid working on the things within ourselves, we begin to project it out into the world and call in people that embody those exact traits. So until you love yourself and think that you're worthy and beautiful, then you won't call in men that believe that about you or women that believe that about you. So once you start demanding that men respect you, you demand to be treated like a queen, you demand to be respected and honored, then that's how you teach men to do the same things and treat you as such. Because then you no longer attract anything less than that. You attract men on that level. This is all about you and your energy. It's always about you. This life, whole life is about you. So again, our relationships are just like rooms in our mind, compartments, and we decide if we're going to shut the door on them and clear that karmic debt, or are we going to continue to carry that karmic trait with us to evolve, whether it's good or bad. And so this goes for every single relationship in our lives. Our relationships, you know, a lot of people, they they so they end up becoming, say, the narcissist, you know, somebody verbally abusive. Now, if you decide that you're going to be with someone who's verbally abusive, you become verbally abusive, too, because you're accepting it. Now, if you cut that person off and be like, hell no, I'm not allowing anyone to talk to me like that. Not in front of my children, not in front of nobody, not in public, you know, period. Then you close the door on that trait and you no longer call in people that are trying to teach you that lesson about your self-worth and self-love. But the thing is, is you were always the one that was abusive verbally. This person was just triggering it in you. They were mirroring the deep parts of you. It's like your relationships come in to open you up and to pull out your darkest, most toxic things about yourself that you're avoiding accepting or you're avoiding uh illuminating to admit that they're the problem the thing is is a lot of the time most of us are are behaving and and acting in a way that's not even us it's karmic debt that we're clearing so it's really our our ancestors is karmic debt and well i guess it would be us because it's us from past lives it's it's all karmic and um so it's like you know, sometimes you're probably like, what the hell? Like, this isn't even me. You know, I used to think my ex was the demonic narcissistic one, but he only revealed it in me. And because I didn't know how to, I didn't know what else to call him. Now I, I call him my biggest teacher in life because that was heavy. But he was revealing to me, me, my chaotic psychoness, <laughs> because to the man, the man is the sun and the woman is the moon. And we come in to marry each other. So the only way the man can see his radiance, his light, all his goodness is through the feminine. When she mirrors it to him. But the only way that like that would mean that the masculine mirrors the moon, the shadow to the feminine. He shows her her darkest parts. And this is why they run from each other and they're so triggered. And this is why it could bring such ugliness out in the feminine. Feminine get really ugly and really nasty. And this is why. This is why we run from them. And it's because we don't want to accept that that's us. 
and the masculine, they run from us because they don't want to admit that they are worthy, that they are radiant, that they are good. And so this is, you know, how we mirror the sun and the moon, the yin and the yang, the masculine and the feminine. But this also goes for like your mother, you know, you have to decide your father. This goes for your best friend. All these relationships, even, you know, the person at the corner store you see every every morning. All of these people are once you in a past life. They're all you. So this is why it's people say treat others as you would want to be treated. Because it's all really you. So I had this, I had to sit with, um, uh, I had to tell my children's dad, because he's always been really verbally abusive, right? But at first, I didn't really want to like my daughter's boyfriend. But then eventually, you know, I know her stepdad kind of probably treated him really bad. My step, excuse me, her real dad treated him really bad because her real dad treats himself really bad. So he doesn't treat anybody good. He's, you know, I don't know. He's toxic as fuck. I don't even care. But either way, I had to tell him, say, listen, look at him as like your daughter because that's really her that's her in a relationship with herself really that's her in a past life he's just as scared and still trying to figure this thing out just like she is and this is when he had to change his perspective about him and now look at him as it was our own kid and i had to look at this this way too because i didn't want to like him either but I had to understand that, you know, each person in our life is really us. So this is why, you know, you could end up doing things like your parents, you know, even though you don't want to be like your parents, you end up doing things just like them. It's just karmic debt being passed down. You know, I'm sure my daughter does things that I do that really she doesn't want to do. <laughs> and, you know, that's how it goes. But I had to understand that too. So I couldn't not like him anymore because it'd be the same as not liking my own kid. And I know this might be kind of tough to understand or, you know, difficult to swallow, but this is really the truth. This is what I've come to understand. Um, and then, you know, every time we set these boundaries and we close the door on these toxic character traits, eventually we're building or, or leveling up to to get us to match up with our higher self we rise up to our divinity and then we force a masculine to meet us where we're at or vibrate out of our you know experience altogether and then we call in somebody else that matches our energy matches our frequency and that's how we win at this thing so the more that you set boundaries and you honor and value and love yourself is the better that your people that you call in your relationships get. It's like they evolve, they level up in the in the game, in the whole scheme of things. So this is all I have for now for our uh, relationships, our contracts. But I'll touch up again on this subject. Again, thanks for being here.